So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Accolades Conversations, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. Episode 19, I'm talking to Paige Hamilton, a guitarist, singer, songwriter, and record producer, mostly noted for his work with alternative metal band Helmet. Most of his work has been in the hard rock and alternative metal styles, though he trained in jazz guitar and has substantial connections with avant-garde music and film soundtrack composition. He's talking about his guitar hero John Stoll, a jazz guitarist, composer, author, and lecturer. Stoll, who plays electric and acoustic guitar, was born in New York and raised in Connecticut. Several years later, he met bassist David Friesen in New York City. Stoll took a trip to Portland, Oregon, where Friesen lives, and decided to stay. The two formed a duo in 1976 that recorded and toured prolifically for seven years, with performances in the United States, Canada, Europe, and Australia. He teaches internationally. He has been an artist-in-residence at schools in Germany, Indonesia, Argentina, the United States, and Canada. John holds his guitar in diagonal position, which facilitates playing close, piano-like voicings more comfortably. This is what Paige had to say about his mentor. My guitar hero mentor up in Portland, Oregon is, is a guy, this guy, John Stoll. He's a jazz guitarist, originally from New York. Came to Portland for a two-week stint with David Friesen, the great jazz bassist. And as he put it, you know, ended up staying 35 years. He fell in love with Portland, Oregon, which is where I'm born. I used to follow him around when I was a college student. Either you're hooked or you're not. And I got very hooked on jazz, obviously. And and seeing someone contribute so greatly to, to the vocabulary of jazz guitar to create a whole new thing in this day and age was, to me, was mind-blowing. It, it was like part Jim Hall part Bill Evans, but then his own thing. He sort of takes these chords and, and he, he, he almost starts with the extensions. When I play with him, I feel like I'm about four feet off the ground. Like he just, he's so good that his sense of time and rhythm, his swing is so deep. It's, it's very heady, but it's also very soulful. And he just picks you up. Like when you're playing with him, I can't even describe it. You feel like you're in the clouds. I've seen him play with uh, John Pisano, the guitarist I used to play with, Frank Sinatra, a great kind of a legend here in L.A. And I've seen him play with so many different groups, a big band in Portland. I've seen him play with Nancy King, this great jazz singer who was the uh, last wife of Sonny King, one of John Coltrane's friends. And I've seen him with Dave Friesen. I've seen him in various settings, and he always stands out. You can call any tune in any key, no problem. It's always just mind-blowing. He was a person that I was extremely worried about. Uh, he'll play 300 days a year. He'll hop in his Toyota and drive up and down the West Coast, do a clinic and a coffee house in San Diego, uh, a clinic and a, three gigs in LA. He just works constantly. 
I, I sort of call him like a, a Buddha, you know, he's this humble, beautiful, amazing human being, like vegetarian, gentle, kind man. You know, he's one of the main reasons I play music. He should get, you know, his accolades, you know, like you're what you're talking about. He's just one of those people. My approach to jazz is completely informed by him. The first chord that I got was he'll take a, you know, major, a major triad and put, uh, put like a, uh, a flat two in the bass and that chord can move in minor thirds just like a diminished chord i could play that for either uh, uh an a7 sharp nine or i could play it as an e flat chord flat nine uh, e flat 13 flat nine you know which would be this and that's he started to open my mind to harmony he'll play dominant chords and there's this rule in music school like okay no thirds and fourths in the chords at the same time well if you listen to Thelonious Monk he's playing thirds and fourths in the chords at the same time there's John's chord here's another John chord but he's, he's got this pianistic kind of approach in a way. Is, is that something that you noticed immediately when you when you saw him the first time, or is that something that just grew on you? I've heard uh, a couple of hundred jazz guitar players, amazing jazz guitar players, from Matheny to Benson to Jim Hall to Schofield with Miles, Mike Stern with Miles. And I saw John and I was just like, he said somebody once described his hands look like spiders moving across the neck. <laughs> he's he's super funny. He's funny. He's like he's almost got like Bill Evans said. You you get all this knowledge and ability and hear all this stuff, but you still have to sort of have a take a childlike approach to things. Thanks, Paige, for this conversation. Next week, I'm going to be talking to Joff Farina from the band Karate about his love for the Slate political gap fests. Thanks for listening. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.